Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. And I'm Oscar Toledo. And Oscar Toledo's here. No buck tonight. Just uh, me and Oscar taking it easy. It's a very intimate evening. Yes. Let's uh, crack an OB real quick. Nice. It opens just like any other beer. Mm. Tastes so good going down. By the way, OB, mm. OB, the true Korean beer. Uh, OB has been the leading brewer of uh, Korean liquor. For the, uh, <clears throat> wow. Let me try that again. Yeah. I had a little too many OBs tonight. Uh, OB has been the leading brewer in Korean liquor market for the last 70 years. 70 years? 70 years OB has been making a quality product, and now it gets brought to the Far Out Podcast. And you just got it now. I mean, have you tasted it before it became, before Mr. Park brought it? Uh, before Mr. Park brought it, no, I never tasted it because I was drinking another uh, Korean beer. Okay. Uh, you know, and now I really... It, Te- I ca- testing the waters? I tested the waters for a long time, and I felt like that was the way to go, but now, man, this is... It's uh, all about OB. Yeah, and so is this going to be your new Korean beer? Because I know there's another Korean beer you're drinking for a while. Oh, there was, but I think that OB is really where it's at, and I think that if OB were to change their name and maybe put a D in the middle... Oh, ODB. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be like... Maybe that's like the... Um, the high end OB beer, like the higher end, the old dirty bastard, the old dirty bastard like OB the, beer. It's like the old Korean man with the shotgun on top of his uh, store during the LA riots. Yes, that's what you're getting. You're not getting that with any other Korean beer. Korean owned, as they say. <laughs> exactly. Put a big Korean owned sign on your home and yeah. drink a little bit of OB whenever yeah. you have the opportunity. Nothing wrong with that. But we'd like to thank Mr. Park for providing these, and maybe. At some point, there'll be a sponsorship opportunity. I'd really appreciate that because um, I've dealt want- with I've dealt with other Korean beer companies, and it doesn't seem like they have the same class as Mr. Park has brought to us. Yeah. But uh, moving on, uh, once again, you're listening to the Far Out Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we have a Facebook page. So if you guys could just kind of like us on there, we give. Uh, uh, show updates all the time right on your Facebook page. Uh, you can also um, find me at Todd A. Perry, Todd with one D on Twitter. I tweet quite frequently. I tweet about the show and just whatever's going on in the world and uh, I communicate with a lot of the people listening to the show via Twitter. So that's always cool. Todd, I'm, I appreciate the fact that you don't uh, deny friends on Facebook. I was afraid I was going to get denied. When you asked me or when you asked the Far Out podcast? When I asked you personally yeah well i figured that we we have the friendship thing cemented i don't think that after seven years of living together we have to you know you never know i think maybe after seven years living together you might have just hit deny well you know it might have taken a month to talk to you after we moved out yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) nothing personal no it's just uh, you need a break i think i had seen enough yeah exactly (laughs) you saw all i had to offer and decided that maybe a month would be enough a month and i think a month was enough yeah on the far out podcast you know, we get all these, uh, you know, with, with any website, you get you get all these analytics where they tell you, you know, how many people are listening to the show, how many people are coming to the website, um, you know, what people are doing when they come. So, you know, when you listen to the show, you're, you're being analyzed by uh, myself <laughs> for all the listeners. But it's kind of funny when I look at different Google searches people have done to find the show. Right. And of course, like the, the number one search is like far out podcast. And then they have the different people on the show. It'll say like, you know, uh, the funny, one th- funny thing is one of the big ones is John Salwin podcast right. or Todd Perry podcast. And then... Um, there's, a, there's a couple of good ones on there. Yeah, there's a couple of good ones, which people found the show because they searched Buck Linoleum Knife. 
Yes. Because <laughs> we, right. we did, we talked about that once. And uh, Batman Returns podcast. When did you guys talk about Batman? That was a while ago? Dude, I don't, I have no concept of what. Oh, I was talking about, I got hit in the head with a Coke bottle oh, before right. I went to see uh, right. Batman that's Returns. Right. Another one was Lampedi Stalami. Well, what I see on here is Todd's Diary is something that's actually Google searched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have searched Todd's Diary and then found our show, which is pretty awesome. Um, get it on Genovia Loveline. Oh, Gio, Giovia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is this for, for, um, uh, for Giovanni. Gio, Giovanni. Giovanni. Uh, Midget Town is a search that people find the show with. Midget Town. Redneck Jeopardy is one of the more popular searches people have done. So I don't think they're searching for our show. They're searching for Redneck Jeopardy and have found us. Uh, high School Diary is high. another search term. That's right. Love Line Full Episodes Free 2011. <laughs> if Tattoos Could Talk. If Tattoos Could Talk. The funny thing with the Love Line search, people are like, oh, I bet this is Striker. Or no, not Striker, <laughs> but uh, Lightning. Yeah, so long as they don't think it's uh, Ricky Rackman. All right, they think they're going to hear a bit of that. Um, Rodney King <laughs> is one okay. of the searches. Miley Cyrus Salvia Soundbite. Okay. Another funny one, Chateau Marmont Racist. Oh, they found the show based on the term Chateau Marmont racist. Uh, Ferry out downloading <laughs> <laughs> some fucking German who's trying to find it. Ferry out, ferry out downloading. Uh-huh. I, I think it's because we always put Hitler as one of the tags on the show. Wow. Uh, podcast Batman Returns, Richard Pryor Lost Tape, Far Out Podcast. People have used that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, whale insemination. Someone searched whale insemination and found the show. That's good. Uh, Pamela Greer alpaca. Is that was that something you guys talked about? We talked about alpacas once. Uh, how to sell soul devil. We did a wow. show on how to sell one soul. Uh, uh, let's see here. Lullaby in the play. I have no idea. Wait, lullaby in the play. Bang bang, you're dead. Oh, Bang Bang You're Dead was an intro song we used once, which was uh, Bang Bang You're Dead by the Dirty Pretty Things. We used that song. But uh, yeah, people have come to the show by far and wide. So uh, coming to our topic of the day, once again, friend us on uh, friend face. (laughs) That's an IT crowd joke for anybody into English humor. Um, I have a theory in life, which... uh, I don't know whether I've heard it anywhere else, but uh, my theory is that everyone is crazy. Right. And if you think you know people that aren't crazy, it just means you don't know them well enough. That's right. Yeah, like pretty much like that. that's, that's my view on life. Like everybody I know, all my friends, uh, the women who have been in my life, my current woman, my family members, everybody I know, I've had a, a moment, at a moment of clarity where I looked at them and I was like, this motherfucker's crazy. Right, and you either you either you you're either cool with it, or you are not cool with it, and then you don't hang out with them or, or whatever, or you're forced Ooh. to because it's family members. Or. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. There are I'm sure oh, I'm sure that there's been a few people that 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 you've known that <laughs> at some point you decided maybe I should like really just like uh, keep myself away from this person because of their crazy. Yeah, now it's time to punt. Yeah. And well, actually, that what that one with me is is rare <laughs> because yeah. I, I tend to prefer to be around people who are crazy. I think if I if I look out of all the people I know in this world, usually everybody has one common theme, 
and I think it's maybe it's why it's worked for the podcast. That usually, if I bring a friend on the podcast, they do well, is because I think I judge everybody by sense of humor, right? And not by moral clarity <laughs> or, or anything like that. It's like if somebody's funny, then like you know, then they're good. Then then I'll be their friend. I usually gravitate towards the weirdest person in the room. Right. If there's a room of people, I will become friends with the craziest motherfucker in the room. Until, until you realize how crazy they are. And then, and then it's just a point of whether you can tolerate them. Yeah. You know, because I, Oscar, we lived together for a long time. You probably have come to the realization that I'm nuts on some level. Sure. I mean, I think that probably the first time you saw me all dressed in white, because <laughs> I, I mean, not to divulge too much, but I only wear white t-shirts and I only wear white underwear. So maybe at some point when you saw me, in my institutional clothes, you, you, <laughs> you, you realize that this guy's crazy. Yeah, Oscar wears clothing. Uh, yeah, institutional, I think, like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Like you actually choose to wear clothing that is of the, um, what's the term? Uh, obsessive compulsive? Obsessive maybe? compulsive gear. Like you only allow white clothing to touch your skin in mm-hmm. your intimate areas. Exactly. And this is completely true. Absolutely true. And we have had moments, I think, when we lived together, I think one time... I was sitting with some friends of ours, a buddy Jim or whatever, some guys who worked with at Sears or whatever, and Oscar felt the need to take a dump. <laughs> right. In the house, and we're having a party. We have a lot of people over. <laughs> right. And suddenly from our couch, looking into the TV, you could see, if someone was walking into the bathroom, you would see them walking in the bathroom. Right. Suddenly Oscar makes a beeline into the bathroom with nothing but white clothing on and his underwear and had to strip down in order to use the toilet. I can't use the toilet unless I'm using, unless I have nothing on. Right. It's like it's. I mean, honestly, it's like it's like George Costanza because he needs to take his clothes off, and I don't use it because it's George. But it really is exactly the same thing. Like you understand where George is coming from. I know exactly where he's coming from. And people looked at me, like <laughs> when you did that, when you darted in white clothing, going into the bathroom, like shut the door. I can tell you were em- you were embarrassed when you made the move. Yeah. You know, no, no, like that's one of those things where you, where you you come to a decision when you're about ready to make the run to the bathroom where you go, right. you go either A, I could not indulge my crazy and I could go in clothes like everybody else or I could basically show my hat to everybody and then have to answer for it later. Absolutely. But I think that that's part of the gig. I think that uh, that most people, like you may believe and i agree that every person has a bit of crazy in them the issue is the comfortability factor how comfortable is a person with you to show you how crazy they really are yes how into their crazy i I think that people are crazy and like you may know a bunch of people who crazy but maybe they haven't shown you how crazy they really are And, and and you may already realize that they're crazy but like they haven't really showed you like you know the full gamut of Here nuts. We, usually takes about six months to, to 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 for people to reveal they're crazy. Now, on this moment when you did this, there were other people that didn't know you were crazy. You and I held your secret of crazy oh, yeah. until you displayed it in front of everybody in my house, in our house, and um, some people turned and they looked at me. Yeah, and they're like, "You're dealing with this." Well, it was, no, it was it was almost like they wanted an answer. <laughs> and I think a good friend goes, "Hey, that's just his thing, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. Let it go. Let, <laughs> let it breathe." Like he does that. Yeah. And 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 so I I believe I did stand, 
well, I don't know if I stood up. I just kind of explained it. I just said, hey, it's what the guy does. He, he needs to go in nude, and you're lucky he had his, he had his whites on. You're lucky he did have <laughs> pants on, and he didn't, like, it seemed like yeah. balls dangling back and forth when he ran to the bathroom. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's it. I mean, I'm sure there has to be some amount of crazy. What's your crazy? I don't know. You live with me. You kind of know I got some crazy in me. Man, I know there's so much, but like, is there anything like, all right, here, here's the question. Is there anything that you maybe think to yourself, I can't let that go yet? What do you mean? I can't let go of that amount of crazy? I, or? I, no, no, no. I can't divulge. I, I can't let others know about that amount of crazy. Well, I think most people listen to our the podcast know, like I've been pretty honest about most things in my life, especially about crazy things. And uh, one of the weird thing was I was realizing last night and my fiance is complicit in this piece of crazy I have. And uh, last night, I uh, went to bed. Mm-hmm. And I went to bed late. It was like a Sunday night. We have a President's Day weekend. And uh, I slept on the couch for a little while. And then I, I came to come into the bed. And I realized that I didn't have any stuffed animal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. And so I, uh, my, my fiance was laying in bed. And then I went to kind of take the the bear from her mm-hmm. because she has pig and bear and i have uh, teddy and teddy the tiger oh, teddy i'm sorry let me interrupt you real quick todd todd would sleep in a bed with his with his now fiance and turn away from her and sleep with his teddy yes i, I have a teddy i got when i was four and, and- I am accustomed to sleeping with the teddy, so I feel wildly uncomfortable. It's like I feel like I'm, you know, that naked feeling, or like if you go to work and you don't have your wallet on you, and you feel weird, or people wear watches, or your cell phone. It's like laying in bed without my cell phone if I don't have Teddy. Todd and Sarah is such an enabler that at some point early on, Sarah fixed Todd's Teddy and made it like almost brand new again. A weird story was one of the second time Sarah and I broke up. (laughs) <laughs> I was half asleep in in bed, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I turned to my teddy, because this was after Sarah oh. had taken care of my teddy, and I swear to God, I was half asleep, half awake, and you're in that hallucinatory stage, and I turned to it, and I looked, and the, the teddy said to me, who's going to take care of me now? You serious? Fucking swear <laughs> to God. I was half asleep, half awake. I'm not, I'm not attributing it to any great supernatural occurrence. I, it just It just happened. Did, did it did its mouth move or was it just in your head? No, it like looked at me like I looked it in the eye. Nothing moved, and it was just like projected into my soul from the soul because she had gonna... washed it and sewed up my teddy bear because I had it since I was four. So I think that's crazy. I sleep with the teddy bear. I'm a 34 year old man. Wait, she washed it because you puked on it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You 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 fucked up Teddy. Well, I, we, we, yeah, and then we had to get Paul McCartney tickets the next. Day and I, I, I drank so much the night before I threw up all over the teddy bear. That's right. And so we ended up getting obstructed view tickets. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I sleep with a teddy bear, which I think is, I will, I will be honest and say that's fucking crazy. Like I felt uncomfortable last night without the teddy bear, so I had to dig up Teddy the tiger, who was a, a kind of a tiger-looking animal, and I slept with him last <laughs> slightly, night. Slightly tiger. He's he's hundred percent tiger. But I call him Teddy the tiger because when I was like five, I named him that. Okay. And I've had him for 29 years, and I just feel weird with my hands without it. And But she has pig and bear, and I was trying to steal bear last night in the middle of the night in order to get me to sleep, and she was like, no, you're not touching bear. Does she really have pig and bear? Yeah, she has pig and bear. Now, 
is that something to compete with 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 Teddy? Well, or? she would she won't sleep with Teddy and Teddy the tiger. She sleeps with pig and or bear. And then sometimes if I don't have my animals, then I will sleep with. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about. This. Yeah, I can't believe. <laughs> it's a 33 year, a 34 year old man talking about a, a, sleeping with a bear. Yes. So yes, I do do that, and that is crazy. No, but crazy. I'm open. I'm open with it. That you know, that's crazy. But like you know, what's the rule that they say? And then there's like some rule that says, um, you'll never know how much money a person makes. You'll never know. Oh, yeah. It's my uh, theory. Your theory. You'll never know how much money a person makes. You'll never know what their sleep, who they sleep with. No, what no. My, my, my theory in life is even if you know somebody to the end of days, like I, Oscar, I know you well. We lived mm-hmm. together for seven fucking years. Yeah, we never talk about money. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't really, you know, I don't know what you do with your money. Yeah. And I don't know what if you have any weird sexual deviant shit going on. And I say, you kind of know. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But you never really know what people do in the bedroom, and you never really know what they do with their money. That's right. And you could see somebody that that drives a Ferrari that has a big house and everything. They could be millions of dollars in debt, or they could be completely in the black. You have no idea. They could be just showing off, or they could be completely fucked, right? Right. You never really know. And, And... I would say you don't really want to know, you know what, but you don't really want to know what people do with their money or what they do in the bedroom. Cause there's lots of people that have these weird twisted fantasies and live these double lives right. on the side, you know, and or what they're into, whether they're secretly closeted or whether they're into, I don't know, some weird BBW fetish or whatever the thing is. You, you never really know. Right. But I would say if you clearly say to yourself, everybody you know in your life, those people are crazy. Yes. Everybody has their own crazy. And you live with me. So the only thing you saw living with me for that many years that I was crazy because I slept with a teddy bear. I would say that's pretty decent. That's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess mean, so. I'm not sure if it's better than institutional clothes. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. The, well, the thing is, the sleeping with the teddy bear, it's irrational, but it's not like a crippling irrational. Right. The having to have certain fabrics touch your clothes is a crippling irrational. You, you know, the, 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 the funny and sad part about that particular issue is, you know, not that long ago, maybe like two months ago or less, someone posted pictures of us when we were in middle school oh, on yeah, Facebook. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the one thing I noticed was I was wearing a white T-shirt. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Like, even then. Adhering to the laws. Even then, I was adhering to the laws. And, you know, it's just a routine, I guess. I guess that's what they say about OD- OCD, right? Is that It's a routine? And the minute... It, well, OCD is all based on, on, on a certain level of control. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, because the universe is chaotic and crazy and all this, and we're just kind of trying to find our own ways to grasp on... Like, life is kind of like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where Marion and Indiana Jones are holding onto the pole... And close your eyes. Close your eyes. Don't look at it. Yeah. But everybody on a certain level, no matter who they are, even the most freed, like, hey, fuck it, you know, person in this world is holding on to something to put life in some kind of context, to have life make sense, to have their own tools. And the moment those things are threatened is when they go, their heads go through the roof because now their whole basis of reality is gone. Right. Like, we all have our own weird things, you know, that, that, that we cling to in order to keep us... I don't know, cemented to the ground. You have your own belief systems. Or you, have, you have whatever they are. and um, but, every, but everybody, every once in a while shows their hand. 
that there are chinks in their armor, that there is something else going on that, that, that they have. So I would say to the listeners, if you haven't, look at everybody you know in your life and look at yourself and realize you're crazy because this, this, this theory that everyone's crazy and if you don't think they're crazy, you just don't know them well enough yet. I think for me in my life has proven true across the board with every relationship, every person, whether it be a, a work relationship or a close friendship or whatever. Right. So, like, like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a scary thing when you realize that some people are crazy and they haven't really showed you their entire hand. Right, exactly. Those are the people you need to fear. It's the people that have kind of blown their load and shown you what's up or the people you're like, all right, now, now we're down. I've seen your vulnerability. And you almost end up kind of loving people more once you see their vulnerability. And you see that there is something about them that should be protected. And it is the people that you should probably most value in your life are the people who see the ways in which you should be protected and protect that versus the people that exploit that. Has there been a situation that you could recall that, that you had to let go? Of my crazy or of other people? Other people. I, I, th- I think there have been situations where it just gets to the point where, where, where people's crazy encroaches on their ability to be have any kind of civility about things. Yeah. And I think at that point is when it's okay to go, all right, I'm washing my hands of this? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm washing my hands of the situation. Uh, you've been you've been in that situation before. I mean, you've seen. I'm sure. I mean, I've seen. Uh, I've seen quite a few situations that are quite like that. But uh, <laughs> but I, I, honestly, I think that I'm much more willing to let to, to drop an individual than you are. Yeah. No. I'm. A, I'm. Well, the thing is, you're a very loyal human being. Like you're you're very loyal to the people who who are your friend. You're, mm-hmm. You've always been very loyal to me. So yeah, I mean. To the listener out there, like, you know, think about evaluate the people in your life. It's always funny when people do drop their hat and you go, ah, there you go. Because, you know, there'll be maybe new friendships you create with people. Maybe it's like you you switch jobs and you get a new gig at work and you find somebody who's like a new friend. You're like, oh, this guy's good. This guy's cool. And you go to lunch a bunch of times. There it is. That's the creepy. And then there's a point where they just... They drop the creepy on you. Right. Oh. (laughs) And you go, whoa, wait a minute. That shit ain't right. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, so he likes to go to Thailand and get like a 14-year-old. Wait a minute. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. And see, in that point, he just released to you the thing you don't want to know is what they do in the bedroom. And then you wish you didn't know. Our Out Podcast is now on Stitcher. Listen to us on your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and Palm Pre. Stitcher is smart radio for your phone. Go to stitcher.com and download it free today. Welcome back. Uh, so once again, it's me and Oscar just sitting here having a little, little intimate conversation here. And uh, it's another theory I have on life. And that is I think that people have, you know, it, it gets trotted around a lot. People talk about a sixth sense. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that everybody vibrates on some level. Like they have a um, certain vibe they put off, which is beyond the normal kind of um, uh, I guess lower level, like you get a vibe off people about how they dress or how they carry themselves, how they walk through a room, whether they seem scary or whether they seem cool or whether they seem laid back. Or confidence. Confidence. And there, there's that kind of a 
there's that level, and then there's a deeper level, which I, I believe people vibrate on and they communicate on, yeah. which is almost like some animal kingdom shit, like like pheromones, like uh, the, the sexual attraction. Like uh, some women, there are some women that are just goddamn drop dead gorgeous, but they don't have an ounce of sexy. Okay. There are some people that, some women that are not as good looking, but are just fucking sexy as hell. That has to do with confidence. It, yeah, it does have to do with confidence. It's it's a deeper level sexiness, which is like some primordial thing they give off. It usually also means they're a bitch. Right. <laughs> that could, yeah, that could definitely be possible. But Look I mean, at that bitch. Yeah, but I mean, there's probably been some women in your life, which you've seen, you're like, that girl's a 10, but she's just not vibrating like this girl maybe you met that was a 7 that was just like... She had it going on. I have no idea why this girl's completely sexy. Like, sure. I, I probably dated some girls before people were like, oh, she's not that hot, but... On some level, like there's a sexiness or there's just a vibe you're feeling. There's a there's an attraction. There's sure. a chemical reaction you have with them, and I think everybody vibrates on that level. There are certain people you just feel safe around. You feel cool around. And if, uh, my theory is that if you took somebody who was like Tommy, like um, the Who, there was a deaf, dumb, and blind. Okay. Right. And you put them in a room next to certain people, they would immediately feel more comfortable with them or less comfortable or threatened or feel a good vibe off them or feel a va- bad vibe. Okay. You know? And I think it's just some primordial level vibrations people have. It may sound like some hippie shit or just make sound like some basic stuff. But um, I'm not sure. I think that most girls, I think girls have this more than guys. Mm hmm. Like they have a sense about them. And they could tell immediately. Yes, yes. And it's, I think uh, something Dr. Drew once said, which always kind of uh, really reverberated with me. And he said that men have the innate ability to detect, detect bullshit from a, from a mile away. And women have the innate ability to detect creepy. Yeah. From a mile away. Like guys can tell when there's another guy that comes in the room and you're like, that guy's full of shit. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. He's full of shit. And then some women will fall for him or be in love with him or, or whatever. But they completely miss the fact that that guy is full of shit. But guys will know. They will know yeah. immediately that that guy's bogus. Right. Or that guy's, that guy's uh, carrying around a satchel full of nothing. <laughs> a bag full of shit. bag full of shit. And women will see that guy's got a bag. There's something in there. Yeah. And then they, they will be seduced by him. And then they'll get fucked in the end. Because yeah, the guy will, is a jackass. And then he'll move on. Yeah. And that's how it goes. But guy, the guy will tell you immediately that this guy's full of shit. And so, but I believe that everybody vibrates on some level and that there are vibes people pick up. And I think it was possibly maybe, I don't know, some psychedelic experiences I had in life or like you, you get to the point where your, your, your brain has decided to not filter out anything and right. you're just reacting to everything on this base kind of animal level. And you're like... That person, I have no idea who that person is. They just sat next to me, down next to me at this club, and they're fucking cool. Yeah. And somebody else, you're like, I'm creeped out. Yeah, it's really weird. I think that, I mean, I think that you and I have had this conversation before about how yeah. uh, how particular uh, substances will uh, will open that. They'll, it'll, yeah. it'll open the door to being able to figure it out a little bit easier and a little bit faster. Yeah, just and, intuitively. And I know that I've had the situation where I was laying down on some rug somewhere <laughs> with a group of people who I was telling them that I love them. Right. And I really did love them at the time. And yes. they were really cool people. And then some other people came in and was like, 
yo, you need to leave. Yeah, I think it was one night we were at a club in Hollywood. Sunday. At Sunday, yes. This is a very good example of this. And we, were, we ran into some people we went to high school with. And it was this big kind of rave. And we ran into them, and they're like people we, we knew it had been, you know, eight years since we had seen them. And it was like, cool, we hung out. And they weren't necessarily our greatest friends in high school, but we hung out. We had a great time. And everyone was just good vibes, and it was a good time. And we're hanging out, and then suddenly some dude sat down next to us, and immediately... It killed the vibe. It killed the vibe. And everybody just stopped and looked at this dude and was like... You need to go, dude. You, you need to go. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy just threw off this weird vibe. I couldn't explain what it was. No. But everybody just knew that there was an element of danger or discomfort or there was something not right about this dude. And so it was like everybody looked at each other immediately. It was like, he is not... It wasn't that he was a stranger. It was that there was a weird vibe. Right. Any stranger could have come in and like... And like heightened experience. Right. It just happened to be that this guy came in and just ruined. Ruined the entire vibe. And... uh and there was like one time I used to work at the radio station. I used to work at KLSX. And there was a guy that worked there. And he just started working there. And uh, everybody was like, you know, having lunch or on the lunch table or whatever. But immediately when he sat down, all the women freaked out. Hmm. The women did not want to be around this guy. And to my eyes and everything, he didn't seem like anything weird, right? He was just like, dude, every woman had a negative reaction to him. That like, sucks for him. Yeah, but... There was something about him which was not cool. Like mm. he just set everybody off, and uh, I, I, I definitely do believe that everybody. Like there's some people that we've maybe work with or new in our lives that seem like oh that dude's intimidating, but really not. It's like a just a cool guy that just happens to appear that way. But you knew on a gut level, besides <laughs> the social look they were right. trying to have, where they're trying to appear dangerous. They're just you're like that guy's a nice guy. Yeah. Versus there are some people that are trying to look like normal everyday human beings. And you're like, you know, danger Will Robinson when you look at them. Yeah, you can see right through them. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what that is. I don't know where it comes from. I think as people, we haven't been able to study it. I think that women call it intuition. Yes. Or, or older women call it intuition. Right, yeah, yeah. If you, if you knew a, an older, heavyset woman of color, <laughs> she would be able to be a great... She'd be like, oh, hell no. You know, like, right. him, get away. And there's certain people that, like, uh, my fiancé, like certain a, dudes... A voodoo doctor would be able to tell you that, no, you need to stay away. This guy's got some voodoo about him. Yeah. You know? And uh, I don't know what that is or what those people dealt with in life in order to have this vibe, but it, it is it is present. And I think when I was younger, I was better at distinguishing that. And now maybe my intuition is less, or I'm just kind of like, fuck it. But I Do you fear that, it, that you'll become that guy? I don't want to be that guy. I don't think anyone does, but do you fear like, maybe I'm that guy right now? No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't see people being repelled against me. Hmm. You know, but uh, you know, it's funny. Recently, I've been taking uh, stand-up comedy lessons. Oh, yeah. And when everybody takes the stage, everybody else in class... You know, they all take the stage and everybody has their own vibe. And I've noticed that when you start amplifying somebody's personality on a stage, that there are certain personalities and certain people, regardless of what they're saying or what their material is or their delivery, they're just ultimately repellent. That's interesting. And if, but, but it's not just to me. It's not just my own personal perspective. It's everybody in the room is not Every, feeling this guy. Everyone's feeling the, the negative. Right. He might, he might have good shit written or whatever, but I noticed that there's like one guy recently in my stand-up comedy, he'd go up there and I'd be like, mm, no, he should not have a microphone. Like, you know? Really? And I kind of felt like when he was delivering his material, the whole room... But it, felt, it, was, it was an uneasy... It was an uneasy feeling. Like, there's an element of danger. That's weird. 
you know, and I, and I don't, I don't know what that is. Like, you know, it was like a, before we were talking about on the show, another kind of unknown known, as Donald mm. Rumsfeld would say, there are known unknowns. Right. My favorite quotes. And um, I was talking about some people when they get ready to die, they're holding on to something. Okay. And then they, like, people who are dying feel like they're holding on to something before they die, and then they release it. And, or, or people will say, it's okay to let go, and right. then they will die. Or they will go towards some moment in life, like a birthday or Christmas, and then people, studies show they die shortly after. Mm-hmm. So it shows they're holding on to something. Or people in India, they just go in the middle of the street, they lay down and die. Right. Like, they're in touch with that on some level. And I never, I don't know what that is, because I'm not holding on to anything right now. Well, you're not dying. I know, but I'm, you know, <laughs> at what point does your brain go, I can hold on to this? Like, it's, like, I, like I feel like when people get near death, it's kind of like diarrhea. And, like, you can only go so far, and then you reach the toilet, like, oh, I can release. Yeah. And it, that's, like, what a birthday is to a really old person, or, like, Christmas, or some other month, maybe. Like, once people turn 100, then, like, they, they all die. Because <laughs> right. so like, I got to 100. Now I can give up the ghost. Right. I mean, I, not, not to go there, but there was, a, there was, a, there was a, a special on the History Channel, which wasn't about Hitler for the first time, really. Really? I, I think it was about... Not Why about, were you watching? I know, really. It wasn't about Hitler. It was about Thomas Jefferson. Okay. And, and yeah, so, and uh, Thomas Jefferson and Adams, their relationship. Well, it wasn't specifically about that. It was about, it was about Thomas Jefferson and how, you know, it was like 1926 or something. Oh, 1826. Right, I apologize. Right, right. Not 1926. That was it, Jefferson Davis. Yeah, <laughs> 1826. And like, it was like July 1st, July 2nd. And he was on his deathbed, and he was waiting till July fourth, so he right. could live to be to be around for the fiftieth anniversary of the of the Declaration of Independence. Right, and that that was his big piece in this world. That was the thing he most clinged to. That was the biggest part of his identity. It was kind of neat, like you yeah. know, and like and someone would come to him every day and tell him what date it was. And once they told him it was it was July fourth, he uh, he passed on. He and told then, he told the slave to stop blowing him. Wow. <laughs> that sucks. But you're right. <laughs> she wasn't allowed to live in the house with him. Different times. Hey. Uh, yeah, but you know what's interesting about that though also is I mean he was obviously clinging on to this 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence, but right. 5 hours later John Adams dies. Right. So yeah. obviously he was clinging on to the same thing. They were holding it. each other alive for some reason. And that's something that one of the great, I don't know, mysteries in life. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like, and, I, you know, and you talk to anybody and no one can... Oh, yeah. I, have you ever met these people who don't have it? What do you, <laughs> don't just have don't, what? don't have the intuition. They, they, just, they don't have the vibe. Like, dude, I'm telling you, man. Like, I've known some girls who are like, yeah, you know, he broke up with me. He treated me bad. But we're still friends. Right, right. You're like, no, no. Why evil. are you still friends? Yeah. Like, did you not figure it out? Like, what did you not figure out? That, why are you still friends with this guy? Even Hitler had a mistress. You know, exactly. <laughs> there was a woman that said, Adolf Hitler. He's all right. Worth my time. Yeah. I mean, he's good in the bed, I guess. Maybe. Can't use his arm. I'm, I'm sure Hitler was into weird shit. I mean, he couldn't jerk himself off. He had one bad arm. Really? Maybe. Hopefully it wasn't his dominant arm. Hmm. I don't know. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Fire Podcast tonight. I'd like to thank Oscar Toledo for being around. Thank you. And uh, you guys have a great night. Uh, friend us on Facebook. Uh, listen to us on Stitcher. 
and uh, give us a good review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And you have a good night, and we'll talk to you soon.